This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart, and you're listening to the Market Insights Market Pulse podcast. Let's join Oanda Senior Market Analyst Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London, and good morning to you, Ed. Hey, Johnny. Nice to be with you on a non-farm payroll Friday. That's right. The first Friday of the month can only mean one thing, and that's U.S. jobs data. And looking at the numbers, employers adding 187,000 jobs, pretty similar to June, and uh, by and large, what markets were expecting. Yes, I think you know there's expectations that this economy is, is gradually weakening, and uh, this this labor report is showing that the softening trend for the labor market is intact. And for for a lot of people, uh, there was kind of some fears that um, we could see, uh, you know, a potentially a, a three hundred thousand print, which would really, um, you know, drive you know those those hawkish. Uh, Fed members to to say that maybe we need more tightening to to you know bring down uh, wage pressures. So um, you know the report, you know obviously the headline number um, one eighty seven is uh, I think supportive of the uh, argument that the labor market is weakening, uh, but the wage numbers uh, those were a little bit hot. It's not rattling markets, though. I think there's expectations that um, they they're they're going to cool um, going forward. Um, un- unemployment rate did dip uh, to the you know still near the lowest levels in in, in decades, um, and uh, I, I think for for a lot of people, you know this you know is going to allow the Fed to you know skip tightening in September, um, and. You know the, the the market is still not convinced that the Fed will need to deliver another rate hike. You know the, those odds are below fifty percent for November. Um, so I think um, a lot of people believe you know the Fed's done raising rates, and if that's the case, um, you know that's that's good news for equities. Um, it's um, probably bad news for the dollar. That's why we've seen the dollar um, soften after this report. Um, and, and I think you're going to, you're going to probably see, um, you know, as, as we start to see weaker data points, uh, you know, this market's starting to, you know, price in that rate cut by the March meeting. So um, we'll, we'll look to see if uh, the, you know, the, data steadily deteriorates um you know we're, we're still going to see growth in the third quarter we're so it's 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 difficult because i i think what's what's going to be tough is we 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 could see a recession um or two negative quarters of growth um and yet still the economy um adding jobs so you know calls for a negative print um are probably going to get you know pushed back even further i think you know for for a lot of people, including yours truly, um, I thought you know by the summertime, uh, by now we would probably have seen um, a negative reading, and it looks like we're nowhere near that. And uh, you know that, that's not necessarily bad news. I think we're going to continue to see um, this. You know, inflation pressures are going to cool, and uh, you you could still you know make the argument that a soft landing is obtainable. So um, risky assets are you know holding up here nicely. And, um, you know, we, we still have a lot more data to, you know, before the next Fed meeting, we have uh, two inflation reports and another non-farm payroll one. So uh, a lot can change. But um, for now, it seems the disinflation process should remain intact. And uh, the economy is cooling. It is cooling, despite the slowdown in hiring, though, Ed, when you look at the unemployment rate, 
that remains near historic lows and wage gains have been stronger than expected as well. So you mentioned a probable pause at the next meeting, but I'm wondering whether there'll be not so much of a cooling as we were hoping. I think one of the things that helps is, you know, after this report, we, we did get to hear from a couple of Fed speakers. And uh, I think uh, you're going to see um, that, you know, both Fed's, you know, Barkin, Bostic, and Goolsby, um, you know, I think they're, you know, they're not surprised by these um, uh, payroll and wage uh, data uh, points that we just got. And I think you're, you're going to see they're going to, I, they're mostly optimistic that um, you know the inflation reports are going to remain pretty positive, at least for for prices coming down. Um, I think wages, you know, too are you have to remind yourself that they're not a leading indicator of price inflation. Yes, they you know that you know could fuel some parts of uh, I think higher higher pricing pressures, but I think you know overall um, I think. The expectation, given the tightening of credit conditions, given all the guidance we've seen, I mean, you, you could, you know, corporate, you know, the corporate earnings, you know, over the past week, this is the busiest week of earnings, they were mixed. Um, so I think we're, we're, we're probably going to see, um, I think, good reason to anticipate, uh, you know, there, there will be softer personal consumption numbers going forward. And I remember the lag effects of Fed tightening um, are still going to, you know, bring things down. So, um, wages should cool going forward, um, which should support, um, you know, I think weaker personal consumption numbers is, is going to be the key for driving inflation. I think, you know, somewhere in the twos and, you know, the Fed, the Fed is in a good position right now. I think they're pretty confident that, uh, you know, you oftentimes leading up to Jackson hole in August, we, we try to, uh, see, is that going to be a moment where, you know, the Fed signals, you know, a major change in policy, or you know, maybe they'll adjust their inflation target, or maybe they'll um, signal that they can do, or they're confident that they might not need to, to tighten again. Um, I think you know, looking at the data that we have right now, you know, the, you can make a big, good case that they could just skip Jackson Hole. There's nothing new to say, um, and that's positive. I think that's you know, this this the inflation outlook is very. Uh, promising, and, and that's why you're you're seeing stocks are still um, holding up. I, I think you know one of the biggest moves we saw this week was um, in in global bond yields is because of the Treasury quarterly refunding announcement. You know the, they're going to have to issue a lot more debt, and um, you know if we struggle to see buyers, that could really you know send uh, uh, yields or keep yields um, elevated. So. Um, well, you know, we, we had a downgrade, but you know, that's not really market moving and that's probably going to be old news next week. Um, but I, I think overall there's, there's good reason for Fed, Fed members to be confident that they can take the rest of the summer off. You mentioned earnings earlier, Ed, and uh, we've had some from Apple and uh, Amazon towards the latter half of this week. What did you make of uh, Apple? Let's start with them because they were a slightly higher profit maker than the last quarter, even though sales dipped during the period. For Apple, uh, this earnings season was a, a disappointing one. I think that you're you're starting to see uh, they have declining sales numbers. I think the you know the, the trend is 
is that the consumer is weakening, at least for Apple products. Um, and, and I think one of the big concerns is that, um, you know, you, you, you know, you, you have so much cash and you're starting to invest in other, um, other markets. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's disappointment with wearables, there's disappointment with, um, you know, the direction of VR. I think you're also seeing, you know, where, you know, probably, um, I think skepticism remains for Apple car. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think there's, there's probably, um, you know, uh, you know, with inventory surging by 49% from September, uh, you know, there, there, there could be a lot of weakness here. Um, and I think this is a tough market right now, um, for, for Apple, you have a weaker consumer. You could see that that's really impacting, um, their, their sales numbers. And, um, for, for, for Apple, you know, yes, you know, the, you know, the repurchases were below a billion, the billion dollar estimate. Um, you know, you're, you're seeing, you know, um, greater signs of weakness and that probably should, uh, you know, it, I, I, I think. I think this earnings report and you know some of the the uh, comments towards the outlook are not going to trigger a major uh, sell off for 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 Apple. But I think I think it's uh, you know obviously um, you know it's they're going to lose their three trillion dollar market cap. They're going to probably struggle a little bit here, um, but it's still it's still you know you know the. Yeah, you know, the biggest company that uh, for, for for U.S. investors, and I think um, you're 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 not going to see uh, people completely abandon ship here. I think it's it's definitely um, um, it it could have been a lot better earnings report, um, but I think it's it's not disastrous where you 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 know you get a you know five ten percent you know plunge afterwards. And what about Amazon or Amazon, as you might say? <laughs> yes. Well, it was it was quite an impressive earnings result. They they you know they they, they crushed their numbers, and the guidance was impressive. I think web services, um, which is you know over two thirds of where their you know, profitability comes from, um, stabilized. And there's there's good reason that um, you know you're, you're you're seeing you know that their their outlook. Is, is rather robust. I think there was fears that you were going to have um, possibly a, a risk of cloud growth that was going to be less than 10%. It rose 12%. Um, this is a, a stock that people are gaining confidence that, um, you know, they're, they're nicely positioned going forward. It, it's, it seems that people too are not shopping around. Uh, they, they, it's the convenience of Amazon. Even if you're paying higher, uh, people are still um, committed. It just, uh, it, it seems t- time is money, and for a lot of people, they're they're they they uh, they're just buying on Amazon, and and I think that uh, you know you're you're seeing you know decent online sales stores growth. Um, um, there's there's so much there's so much positive out of this, and you know they're they're delivering their cost cutting measures. They they're they're they've um, successfully reduced headcounts, so it's like you're getting good results. You're having an upbeat outlook, and you're you're having lower costs. So, uh, perfect equation for uh, you know share prices to rally. And uh, you know they're you know they you know they still have a hiring for a freeze in place. So you know I think there's good expectations that that is going to drive strong margins, you know throughout the rest of the year. So uh, definitely uh, 
one of the big winners this earnings season. And uh, I think people are going to be very optimistic that, you know, you know, there was a lot of concern weaker consumer was going to weigh on Amazon. doesn't seem like that's the case. Mm, very interesting. Finally, Ed, no change in policy from OPEC. I don't think um, anyone was really surprised. Um, I think for, for a lot of people, everyone knows the Saudis are going to do whatever it takes to keep prices stabilized. And um, I think the big question mark was whether or not Russia would signal they're they're going to you know continue with their you know tapered extension of export curbs, and it seems like they are. Uh, so it, it seems this oil market is going to remain tight. There's been you know record drawdowns in the U.S. I think you're you're seeing the impact of these these uh, cuts really weigh on the market. And uh, I, I think uh, the only thing that prevented oil from going higher was a strong dollar. Um, so, so this oil market's going to remain tight. I think energy stocks, you know, they've been on fire lately and, um, you know, we're, you know, I, you know, we're not going to make this podcast, you know, twice as long by going to natural gas, but I think, you know, energy companies are very, um, attractive right now. And I think as we, we start to see, um, tightness across other, you know, parts of energy with like the Norwegian outages are still in place. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're probably going to see, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the global energy crisis that never really happened last year. Um, there's a chance that we, we could see, um, a lot more pressure this, um, winter. So I think, you know, the, the risk of $90 oil remains on the table. I think the risk of, uh, uh of it even going higher is, is clearly in place. And you know what, we've had hurricane season start, no disruptions there. I think, you know, you, you, you know, with oil, you can get blindsided with the catalyst. So, um, oil definitely looking pretty, pretty attractive. Um, the only thing that's, you know, that could, you know, disrupt that is if, if the dollar, um, has a major move higher and, and, you know, obviously there, there could be, um, you know, if the bond market just has, a. a another sell-off, then, you know, we, we could see that could definitely change that outlook, at least for the short term. Okay, Ed, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Have a great weekend, and we shall speak to you next week. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.